Hello, Masters in the Making. I'm your host, Mike Miller, and I want to welcome you to Simple Self Mastery. Simple Self Mastery is a self-help podcast dedicated to giving the best in health, wealth, love, happiness, and peace of mind five days a week. I'm excited and honored to introduce our guest today, Maddie Moon. Maddie Moon is a podcast host, retreat leader, and transformational life coach. She is guiding force for those who want to stop overthinking their lives away and live with trust, intuition, and flow. Maddie, I've given our listeners a peek at who you are and what you do, but is there anything you want to add to that intro? That intro sounds perfect. Thank you so much for inviting me here and introducing me to your tribe. As I was telling you before this, I think the concept of your show is phenomenal. I know it's so much work and I just want to say thank you for taking the time to create so much free content to so many people and just dropping in their morning with so much inspiration. That's it's a really amazing thing that you do. Absolutely. And thank you so much for, for being part of it. There's people like you who come on the show and help to bring the message alive and kind of keep the mission going. So I appreciate you being with us today. Um, and speaking of that energy, that, that focus that we that kind of makes this possible, Maddie, right, right now, where is your energy going in your spiritual journey? My business currently is all about the divine feminine and masculine. And so these days I'm doing a lot of deep diving soul work into that, both with myself, my clients, and just looking at humanity as a whole and how we're all functioning in this very hyper masculine world and how we can start to cultivate more nourishment, more nurturing, more love and connection to each other. I think that's going to be a major, major way that the world starts to just come together a little bit more if we can all start harmonizing our own inner masculine and feminine qualities to to slow down a bit because this world that we live in is all about this go, go, go and hard work and accomplish and don't give up and look yeah. out for yourself first. And while that's got like gotten us ahead in so many different ways. It's it's great that we're all dr- very driven and ready to take action. It's also kept us back in a lot of ways. So my focus is primarily helping women step into their feminine flow first, but my tribe is full of men too. And, and every single person, regardless of your gender or sexual orientation, has both the feminine and masculine. And so it's very important to pay attention to those energies within yourself. And and that's really where my focus is now. It's been changing a lot over the past seven years, but that's, that's today where I am very much into. And that's awesome. And so with that being said, what's a good way for us to kind of slow down? I mean, the, you know, like you were saying, like everything's so fast paced nowadays with social media and, and it's so easy to get overwhelmed and, and drawn into this fast paced lifestyle. Like, What's one way we can slow down and kind of access our own inner energy? So in order for the feminine to really feel safe, because after all of these years, like the feminine energy has not been safe for really looking at this, um, being very soft, being beautiful, being sweet, being, um, being, okay with surrendering that's been taken advantage of in all of us that energy has been so ironically oftentimes the way that we can finally start to slow down and feel safe with that vulnerability is by changing how we see the opposite and that's the masculine so i know this is kind of confusing so let me break that down um in order for um someone to feel safe being vulnerable you have to choose who you're going to be vulnerable with right 
if there, if you leave, um, I don't know, if you leave a baby in a carriage sitting out somewhere, you want to make sure that it's safe. There's someone else next to the baby that's watching the baby. It's guarding the baby. I'm coming up with this on the spot. So <laughs> it's not the best metaphor, sure, sure. but you want to make sure there's a babysitter there watching out safe. Um, that's kind of how our feminine is in order for the feminine to feel safe after all of these years of being taken advantage of, there needs to be some sort of guard protector warrior right by. And that's why I always like to help people understand in order to, to learn how to slow down, relax, you have to work on your boundaries and that's essentially the masculine. So it's the opposite. But in order for that yin to feel very safe, then you got to work on your yang and, and not, not having the do it all mentality, but having the protection mentality. And so setting boundaries, that's like one of the best ways to start slowing down is to stop saying yes to so much, start using your sacred no and knowing that it's okay to say no. It's okay to say no. If you're, um, not wanting to commit to something at school or with a friend or go to a party or follow back that one Instagram account, even though they're your friend, it's okay for you to choose what you want. And if other people don't like the way that you're dressing, the way that you're acting, that you're not coming to their party or volunteering or whatever it is, that's something within them. Sure. That's their own stuff. It's not your stuff and you can't control if everyone likes you. So if we could all just learn to start using our no and risk not being liked by everyone, we will really start to be able to appreciate and like ourselves. I love it. And, you know, Masters in the Making, that's such an important lesson is kind of raising your standards for what you'll accept in your life and living in alignment with who you are and what's important to you. And I love the fact that, Maddie, you bring up like saying no, which is hard for a lot of people and because they, they feel bad. They feel like they're letting someone down. But in reality, it's when you're living in alignment with yourself and you're saying yes to you, it's so much easier to make um, more powerful decisions. So thank you so much for sharing that. Mm, yes, absolutely. It's It's a very powerful skill and it's something that takes time. And, uh, it's, it's something that everyone needs to be very patient with themselves as they learn how to do, because it can be scary whenever you start saying no and you risk, you risk rejection, which is kind of ironic because you're the one rejecting, but then you feel like if you reject, then you will be rejected. Right. And sometimes that is how it works. And so we can all use a little bit of rejection therapy and learning how to be rejected and learning how to reject and learning that everything is okay when that happens. And so like, how can we kind of learn how to flex those muscles? How can we kind of learn how to say no in a way that's respectful to ourselves and to others? Um, it really, I mean, one of the basis of the, like the easiest ways to know whether you want to say yes or no is whenever there's an opportunity in front of you, do you feel like you're expanding or are you contracting? So if we had video on, if I say expanding, my arms would be really wide and I'd be like, ah, expanding. Like I feel expansive and excited and contracting would be arms curling in chest concave. Like, Oh, I'm contracting. Uh, a lot of times when we're asked if we want to do something, we feel that. We just don't pay attention to it. So say it's Friday night and it's been a really, really, really long week and you're 27. So for the past seven years, you're just so used <laughs> to going out every single Friday night. Uh, so you're programmed to think you should. But the only thing you want to do is put on your PJs and watch some like stupid TV show and, and have ice cream and relax. And that's your night and that's what you want. And that makes you feel expansive and going out with your friends makes you feel really like you want to contract. 
if you take time to think about that, you can oftentimes realize what you want to do. And, and to answer your question, honestly, it just boils down to saying no, thank you or no, like you don't even need to have the thank you. There's, there's really not a, a, an impolite way to say it unless you're like, no, I hate you. Like that's sure. maybe mean, but just saying no, nothing is impolite about that. And, and we don't really need to explain ourselves at the beginning. You might feel like it's more comfortable to explain yourself, say no and say why, but with time, I think you'll start to learn that you are absolutely allowed to say no and you don't have to explain yourself. And our culture may not quite understand that yet, but I think we are moving in that direction where everyone's no's are starting to be a little bit more respected. And the more we can all do this for ourselves and respect other people when they say no to us and don't give us a reason, the better. Right. You know, the choice is yours. You can say no, and that's perfectly okay. And so, so Maddie, for you, you know, you've, you've, uh, on your path to spirituality, to discovery, to realizing these boundaries and, and saying no and going in alignment with your purpose, you inevitably ran into challenges and, and failures of, of different kinds. And what was the biggest challenge, the one biggest challenge you faced on your spiritual journey? On my spiritual journey? Oh, um, you know, honestly, I'm still working through one of them. I was raised in a very conservative religious household and I left that probably about a year ago and spirituality is just a huge word. It's a huge, um, path concept, everything it's, it's mind blowing and there's no answers. (laughs) So every single day it really presents a new opportunity and I wouldn't say it's a failure, but I would say with the word challenges, one of the challenges for me was breaking away from something that my entire family, like, I mean, over 50 people on my mother's side and same thing with my dad's side, every single one of them, same beliefs, same way of life. And me being like the only one that's a little bit different and breaking away from those beliefs and paving my own way and finding something that's really fueled from a place of love rather than this black and white mentality of right and wrong, good and bad punishment reward that didn't really work for me. doesn't work for me. And so not a failure, actually very much a success, just something that's been challenging to work through is realizing that my spiritual path it's not something that I can be told what it is from birth. Mm. It's something that's really been about discovering and risking again, rejection and rejecting. And that was painful, but it's allowed me to really come to terms that I believe the universe, God, the divine, whatever words work for you. It's an energy that's full of love. And it has created you because it loves you and it's created plants because it loves plants. And no one, in my opinion, is uh, condemned or is a terrible person or is unloved because of choices that they've made in their life. And um, I believe that the divine is always full of love. And the main goal of the divine is to help all of us be full of love and learn how to share that. And I know if these are all these um business-minded people, this might sound kind of woo-woo, but that's really where I'm at. And it's been a beautiful journey to be able to come to this place of, whoa, like the, the world, the universe actually cares about me. It doesn't hate me and it doesn't want me to follow all of these different roles and check off all these boxes. It wants me to discover myself. And that's been very freeing. 
Sure, yeah, that, that, that self-discovery, I love it. And I love how you mentioned that it's kind of an ongoing process that, you know, you're still experiencing it and that we're all on our own separate journeys. And a master's in the making, I think it's important to take note that, you know, it's not a competition. It's it's an it's we're all kind of working towards the same thing. As uh, Ram Das says, we're all walking each other home. It's all just a journey and a discovery that we can kind of find ourselves in our right path. So I'm with you there, sister, and I thank you for sharing that. And so you mentioned one thing is is kind of that rejection and that kind of thing that you were trying to that path um, of of dealing with that rejection maybe. So what's like a way of dealing with rejection in our own on our own journeys that you can share with us? Um, so one thing that's very positive, there's, I mean, there's one thing called rejection therapy. That's like a great way to practice rejection. That's where you actually go out and try to get rejected purposefully every single day. You look for ways to get rejected. His name is Zha Zheng. And this guy, he's not the one who created rejection therapy, but he's the one that took it to the nth degree and actually made it into a project where he went out and tried to get rejected for a hundred days in a row. And he recorded all of the different rejection experiments. Awesome. I had him on my podcast. It's an amazing interview, amazing person, but he, um, he wanted to be an entrepreneur And he knew that if he wanted to be an entrepreneur, he needs to know that he might get rejected. And that was really scary for him. So he thought, well, if I want to ask investors for money and I want to go after and chase my dreams, but rejection's a huge fear, I should do a project leading up to it just to train that muscle. And so he did something called 100 Days of Rejection, Jiaxing. Um, But here is another way to go about it that might be a little bit more positive. (laughs) Uh, I mean, not to say that's not positive, but it might have better outcomes. Um, I, I, uh, I dated someone once who was telling me about this yoga course he took. And in this yoga course, they focused on all the different chakras. And one of the chakras was the, is the throat chakra. And for many women using their throat chakra and clearing that energy and getting right with it is so, so empowering because we've been silenced for so many years and disregarded and, um, looked over. So learning how to speak your needs, what we, what we've been talking about boundaries saying, no, that's for everyone throat chakra. And, one of the things this guy told me is that in his chakra week where they were really focusing on that, they had an entire week where they spoke up all of their desires, all of them, all of them, not holding back. Wow. I mean, if you're in the middle of, you know, a class and your teacher's hot, sure. you might not be like, I desire <laughs> you, but, um, for people around you, you want to speak up about your desires. So for example, if you have a partner or someone you're dating, you're more than welcome to speak your desires to them. The key here is that there's no expectations that they do what you desire. Ah, okay. You have to yeah. let that go. Right. So if like, so for example, this guy that I was dating really liked knee high socks, like obsessively. And he would just say things like, I desire you to put on some knee high socks, whether or not I put on knee high socks was, did not matter. Like sure, I didn't sure. have to. But he was learning how to speak what he wanted and and put that on the table and risk getting rejected because I would be like, no, I'm tired. And he'd be like, okay, that's fine. But it felt good for him to speak what he wanted and, and see that everything is okay. You can use your voice. And if, if people don't do what you want or listen necessarily, it's okay because you're being true to yourself and you're speaking it out right. loud. 
So that's a really positive way to go about it. And, and it doesn't have to be sexual. It could be like, I desire chocolate. I desire to get in my car and go home from this meeting. Sure, <laughs> I desire sure. for you guys to listen to my story instead of interrupting me. Stuff like that. And I love that. Speaking your desire. That's really fascinating. Um, just kind of being open to like your intentions and making those things you want known. That's just such an interesting way to look at it. Um, and even even so, even that rejection therapy were, are both like two things that I know I haven't heard of prior and that some, maybe our, some of our listeners haven't. So it's such an, a refreshing viewpoint. I think mean, that's really cool. Thank you for sharing that. That's awesome. You're welcome. <laughs> that's so cool. And so, um, uh, Maddie, we're kind of, we're reaching home plate here. Um, so are you ready for the moment of mastery where you can share tips, resources, and insights directly to our listeners? I am so very ready. Let's do it. So what is one simple mindset shift our listeners can apply to how they think about spirituality? Deeper the no, deeper the yes. When you deeply say no to something, you're deeply saying yes to the right thing. Ooh, that was awesome. I'm going to have to replay that one. That's really great. <laughs> um, what is one simple action now that our listeners can take wherever they are to jumpstart their, their own personal spiritual success? Oh, spiritual success. Um, I would say for that one, I would say go to a retreat. Like something really practical. Sure. Like go to a retreat, get out of your routine, do something on your own, like a retreat where you're not inviting your best friend, but you just go for you. I think when it comes to spirituality, that's really, really powerful to go travel somewhere, leave behind all the to-dos, invest in yourself, put down money for it, and meet new people. It's spiritually very impactful go on retreats also want to look into that and you you do your own retreats right you're a retreat leader i do yeah Ooh. so check that one out and what is the best advice now you have ever received best advice um you are loved for who you are not what you do you are loved for who you are, not what you do. So stop trying to do everything and earn your love because you're loved the same amount regardless if you are a success in your business or a failure in your business. If you find uh, the pathway to success or whatever it is, none of that stuff is really going to give you the thing that you crave deep down, which is love. You're loved for who you are from your, your heartbeat, your essence, everything about you. That's why you are loved, not for everything you do. And Maddie, what is one book you could recommend and why? Can I cuss on this podcast? Um, I mean, we, we try to keep it clean, but I mean, okay. um, you can do your best, I guess. Okay. The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. Oh, okay. <laughs> I read that one myself not too long ago. Yes, it is amazing. Um, Mark Manson is just a phenomenal writer. I love his book because... He talks a lot about values in life and having really good, solid values so you know what's going to bring you happiness. And if your values are misplaced, you're going to chase it forever and ever and ever and never end up happy or fulfilled. And he talks about metrics, how you measure your values and, and whether you're doing well with them. Um, he talks about not caring about so many things out there and really saving your F's for important things that you're focused on and you actually authentically care about. He's just a wonderful writer by Mark Manson. I, I really like him. Mark Manson, the subtle art of not giving an F. And I, you know, I like, I just read that um, probably about a month ago myself. And it's also the way he writes is so um, engaging and kind of really brings you in. And it's just, 
the, the pages go by so quickly because it's such a, a quick and easy read. It's he, he, play, he makes things very simple, and that's what I really appreciate about his book. Um, and finally, Maddie, where is the best place our listeners can go to learn more about you and what you do? The best place is going to be MaddieMoon.com, and Maddie is with two Ds and one Y. And over there, if anyone is interested in hearing more about this femininity and this masculinity, I have a free audio guide called The Four Pillars of Femininity for Perfectionists. So for people who are have that do mentality, go, 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 um, these four pillars are really what will allow you to step into your flow and your softness. And Mind Body Musings is the name of my podcast that's on iTunes and Spotify and my website. I had Mark Manson on. So if anyone's Ooh. interested in actually hearing from him, that was a great and, and Zha Zhang about yes. rejection. Um, those are two great places to start. And uh, yeah, and then I'm on Instagram, Madeline Moon, M-A-D-E-L-Y-N Moon. Awesome, Maddie. And thank you. Masters in the making. Go check out simpleselfmastery.com. Type in Maddie in the search. It'll show you over to the show notes page of today's episode for links, resources, timestamps, and an overview of what Maddie and I discussed today. Maddie, I want to thank you for sharing your time with us here today at Simple Self Mastery. You mastered the mic, brought an incredible amount of value, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. If you enjoyed today's episode of Simple Self Mastery, please show your support by subscribing, leave a five-star rating, and a review. It is my honor and privilege to provide you with high-value, free content five days a week, and I'd be humbled by your support. Keep learning, keep listening, and keep working towards your own personal self-mastery. Thanks, and we'll catch you later.